Hi world, this is going to be one of many episodes and I appreciate you joining. The majority of the topics discussed are going to be based on my work environment and what I deal with on a somewhat normal basis. However, due to my company's social media policies, I will not be able to state where I'm employed or what I do, but I am able to generalize the incidents that occur. At the very least, I can let you know that it is in the hospitality and tourism industry somewhere in the continental United States. I really hope that this is vague enough for everyone that it needs to be vague for. If not, well, sorry, not sorry. The incidents in my work usually make me question most people's morals and values. And as hard as it is to say that, because I know no one is perfect, it's the truth. We see a lot of good, we see a lot of bad, we see a lot of everything in between, but it's really astonishing how many people forget to act appropriately when they leave their four walls of their house. Um, you know, everyone always knits on Karens and how Karens are so aggressive and mean and rude and discourteous. If that's the case, everybody's a Karen. Everyone who walks into my building is a Karen. It's crazy. But my team, myself, we try not to let it get to us. We find the humor in every incident. And honestly, sometimes it just doesn't work. But we do the best we can. And without humor, we would hate our jobs. Fortunately, we love them. Before I started in this specific industry, I never thought the incidents that I've dealt with over the past four plus years would actually occur. Boy, was I wrong. My mind was blown. I used to frequent similar locations back in my home state and never heard of or observed negative incidents. Truth be told, I'm not sure if anything did actually happen. So the employees were either exceptional at their job and remained very professional during the incidents or nothing ever happened, which given the situation, given where the locations were and are, I highly doubt that nothing occurred. So, I don't know. But kudos to the employees. I'm going to give them this one. They did a great job at maintaining the guest experience to keep business coming back. I'll tell you, when I started back four plus years ago, I was very naive and innocent, so to speak, anyway. As humans, at least in America, we learn about how to properly respond to activated fire alarms at a very early age normally around kindergarten or first grade. We're usually told to evacuate to a predetermined location in a calm and orderly fashion to prevent injury. As we continue our journey in the education system, we experience these drills usually two to four times a year up until graduation, which is normally 12th grade. We come to expect everyone to know and understand how to respond accordingly whenever a fire alarm is activated. It's kind of an expected social norm. I mean, you're doing this two to four times a year for, what, at least 12 years? That's just when there's a drill. If there's an actual emergency, which I know my high school, we were being evacuated, what, once, twice a month on top of the actual drills? So we became pros at how to respond to emergency fire alarms, right? Most people should be the same way. Um, and if you were held back, you've had extensive training in responding to activated fire alarms. There's no reason you don't evacuate, right? So I know that my family, we evacuate. It's the appropriate thing to do as we discussed. It's literally a social norm. Uh, but maybe other people didn't experience what 
I did or what I've gone through or my family's gone through. Who knows? <sighs> anyway, so additional information, which is always good, right? When an alarm activates, I highly doubt the people responding can determine if there's an emergency or not. I try not to waste my time trying to find out if there's an actual emergency or not. And instead, I just move to the closest exit so I can get out of the building until someone clears it. Additionally, from my experience, the reason is never quote-unquote accidental as something usually activates the alarm. And it really falls down to does, the, does it still exist or has it gone away? In my field, the employees assigned to the department have about two to three minutes to verify the emergency. And if someone's on scene and if they say, oh my God, I see fire, I see smoke, then all right, let's issue a full evacuation to the employees, get everybody out, right? But if someone's on scene and says, I have no idea why it's activated, I can't figure it out, or oh, a little machine let out a little puff of smoke, or hey, there was some dust in the area, something, then we have the ability to Reset the system, which stops the alarm. But we have to respond to the location and determine. Don't ask me if it's an emergency because I don't know like you don't know. Recently, well, not so recently, but in early 2020, you know, wonder year, my family was in Philly or Philadelphia visiting the Franklin Institute, which is an amazing place. If you've never been there, they are not sponsoring this episode, but I highly recommend you check it out. The Institute itself is one of the oldest, and it focuses on science education if you're into that stuff. Um, we had a lot of fun. The kids had a lot of fun. My wife has never experienced it, so opening her up to that experience was definitely um, rewarding in itself. Definitely, definitely, definitely recommend. Again, they're not sponsoring this episode. So when we toured the Institute, we walked through the heart. It was a super... Um, let me backtrack. I apologize. It was very rewarding it really opened our eyes to what the heart functions do how it operates how everything connects together which i never thought i thought it was you know the traditional heart that you draw on valentine's day that there's nothing more to it nothing less and you go about your day so it's definitely one of the best exhibits that i've ever experienced and i definitely check uh, recommend you check it out so anyway all right back to the fire alarms so while we're touring the Institute with our children, a stroller, diaper bags, other bags that we've bought, we're all the way on the top level, which I believe was like three or four. I'm pretty sure it was three. Um, kids are running around, playing on everything, having a load of fun. Well, all of a sudden, the fire alarms activated. So what did we do? Well, we gathered our kids, gathered our bearings, and we started our trek downward, just like normal people do. We... Followed everybody else. The employees did an excellent job at um, corralling us downstairs to the exits. They identified different exits for people to take. This way, you didn't have 500 people trying to use one exit. You had different access points and so forth. The employees cleared each level. They did a phenomenal job. They all of a sudden, like all instantly went into um, emergency mode. It was great. So as the building's being evacuated... No one's worried about going out to the freezing Philadelphia air. And yes, it was freezing. It was like February. Um, freezing and windy. Very windy. And if you've ever been to the Northeast, you know the cold is usually not the problem. It's usually the wind. The wind will take that cold and throw it into your skin, 
Like it is pins and needles or a knife and it hurts. Hurts to breathe, your body hurts, it's not fun. But no one's worried about that. Instead, everyone's worried about, let me get my family to safety or myself to safety until I'm told otherwise, because that's what we're trained to do. It's a social norm, right? Follow the crowd, get outside, get to a safe spot and go from there. Well, as my family and I were over at the threshold, the employees were able to clear the alarm and announced that everyone could return inside again. I was satisfied with that. I didn't hear anyone complaining, no, yelling, arguing, nothing, because we knew what our job was to do, which was get our family to safety. Safety. This took a total of three to five minutes or so. It really wasn't a big deal. And everyone came back inside. We went about our tour and we had a great day. Our biggest concern was we weren't trapped inside of a building possibly on fire. Because it's a social norm. The fire alarm goes off and you evacuate. It's what you learned in elementary school for 12 plus years. Hopefully not plus years, but at least 12 years. Come on, do the right thing. All right, let's get back on track. At my employment location, the alarm activated and people didn't move. This was my first week and I just went through training and was told anytime the alarm activates, you got to get people to the evacuation doors, right? The emergency exits, the evacuation points, everything. Well, that didn't actually happen. Instead, the alarm went off. I panicked and I'm questioning, we, we should evacuate. We need to get everybody out. And I'm looking around and I'm looking at everybody else looking around and everyone just continued doing what they were doing. I'm like, why is nobody moving? Why is nobody panicking? Nobody had a care in the world. I was shocked. Here I am thinking we really need to push everybody outside, but no one budged. I looked like a fool. So I asked other employees again, should we evacuate? And they simply said, no, they'll tell us if we need to. Like what? Why am I putting my safety at the hands of someone I don't even know? I can't be okay with this, but everybody was. Telling you, my mind was blown. First week, first emergency, I'm thinking we need to do what I was trained to do. Get everybody outside, right? Apparently not. Few people did question if they should evacuate. And my response was simply, what would you normally do during a fire alarm? You should do that. Do you normally eat, drink, evacuate, sit? Do that what you normally do. I still use this response today. People always question whenever it occurs. Oh my God, what should I do? Well, what do you normally do? And they usually respond, oh, I evacuate. Then you should probably evacuate because I don't know if there's a fire or not. So go, I'll let you know if you can come back inside and we'll call it a day. And they don't listen. They go about their business and do whatever it is they want to do anyway because they think it's, I guess, a part of the environment for whatever reason that is. I don't know because I don't ever think that when I'm somewhere. Um, just like we were at a mall and it went off and we, and everybody else started to evacuate. Closest exit. Some people stayed and shopped, but majority of people evacuated. Well, not where I work. They apparently disregard fire alarms. And God forbid if it's anything serious, right? But so be it. No problem. No worries, right? So... It helps me look back on the incident and it helps me improve my skills, other employees' skills, because I look at it this way, right? And now we're trained to, if it occurs or if it happens, 
don't waste your time on people that want to stay. You can always circle back to them. If you're recruited to help evacuate the building for whatever reason, tell everyone, hey, how you doing? There's been an emergency reported. Please find your closest exit. It's over here and evacuate the building. If they stay, they stay. The local law enforcement will get with them. They'll get them out. Um, or they'll eventually leave when they realize that they're the only one in their area. Or when there's a fire creeping up behind them. Or whatever it is going on. They'll do it. But get the people that want to leave. Let local law enforcement worry about the ones that don't. And it's really that simple. And it works. Not that we've ever had to actually evacuate. But when we um, had to do a couple different things like closing for COVID. Um, we were closing at 6 o'clock. And we had to tell people, hey. You know, we're closing in 15 minutes. They looked at us like we were crazy. And finally, 6 o'clock came and we reminded them, hey, we're closed, so you need to leave. And they looked at us like we were crazy. And finally, 6.05, we had local law enforcement with us and they got up and left. It helped things um, in the process. But I really wish that they listened to the fire alarm because truth be told, you never know, right? What if it's not a fire? What if it's an active shooter threat? What if it's a bomb threat? What if the building's collapsing, right? And we pull it to start getting people away. You don't know. And if you don't respond, you you, you just don't know. So hopefully we can use this as an excellent learning opportunity to pay attention, to evaluate the situation, and make the most informed decision that you can and go from there. Um, you know, I'm going to start taking the bad and the good incidents that I experienced and start sharing them with you all who are listening so you can have some good laughs like we do. Um, there will be some different topics we do discuss to help inform or just wild incidents that occur that I think are funny that you may think are funny too. Um, but I think it's going to be a good time. So let me stop rambling at this point. Let me uh, get everything squared away. And until next time, I appreciate you listening. Um, again, this is the first episode, so bear with us as we work out the quirks, the kinks, and all that good stuff. And we'll improve as we continue to go along. And we're going to try posting on a weekly basis. So wish us luck. Thank you again, and have a fantastic day.